Hello everyone and welcome to Camping with Lenny. Today we're going to be reviewing McGregor Point Provincial Park. This episode is brought to you by me, Camping with Lenny. Help me create great content by supporting this podcast by buying me a cup of coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash campinglenny. Thanks for your support. McGregor Point Provincial Park is located at 1593 Bruce Road 33, Rural Road Number 1, just outside Park Elgin. About half an hour just outside Park Elgin. Um, the drive-in was actually pretty interesting. The drive is from downtown Toronto to, to the park itself. It's roughly about 229 kilometers. It's a good drive. It takes about three-hour drive up there. Uh, depending on your route and all that good stuff. But if you are planning to go there, give yourself extra time. Give yourself another 30 to 45 minutes. The reason why you want to give you, t- give you time to get up there because you are going to be competing with farm tractors, horse-drawn carriage, single road highways, all that stuff. So it's very tricky to get up. Not tricky, but it's just going to be uh, time-consuming to travel up there, so just be aware when you when you drive when you drive from Toronto, you do have three. The GPS or Google Maps will give you three different directions to get up there, but at the end of the day, you'll be going to the same road that uh, when you get closer. So you are going to be competing the roads against again again with farm tr- uh, farm equipment and horse-drawn carriage. So just be aware of that as well too. Also, there's a lot of um, uh, police officers do patrol that area, especially during the summer, because it's a very popular spot, okay? Um, What else here? And if you are planning to go there uh, during the summer, again, um, the, you're, you're very limited in places to get gas and places to eat. There are big towns that you are going to pass through. They'll have Tim Hortons and gas stations, all that good stuff. But if you do have a chance, go get yourself, pack yourself a lunch or breakfast or snackage when you're going up there. You are going to need it. When I, when I was driving up there um, in, uh, uh, for camping, uh, it literally took me a while to find a place to stop and to, to grab something to eat and go to the bathroom. So it feels that three-hour drive, it feels a lot longer because, again, your 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 speed will um, will increase and decrease all over the place. So just make sure that you do have enough snacks. And um, if you get a chance to go to the bathroom halfway, go get it right away because you're going to need it. Okay. So uh, when, I, when I was checking into the park itself, it was actually pretty, uh, pretty simple and straightforward. Um, when I got there... I checked in, grab my stuff I need, um, but do yourself a favor, get yourself a map. Uh, the park itself is pretty big. I purposely did not get a map to see if I can actually um, find my way to my campsite, but uh, yeah, it didn't work out because the, the park itself is very big. So it's for you to find the, find the exact spot will be a lot harder. So the, get yourself a map, will be easier for you. Um, also, when you check in, the uh, fire uh, wood is actually just outside the main gate. So when you get there, just buy your wood right away, and uh, there it's just right. It's just literally around the corner. You can park in front of it, grab your wood, and go go on your uh, merry way. Okay, so the campsite itself. My campsite was uh, located in Algonquin Campground, campsite number fifty-seven. It is an electrical site because we went there for 
cold weather camping. So it's uh, it is an electrical site. The rest of the site are actually closed already for the season. So there's only a very select few sites that are actually allowed to have winter camping, and that and Algonquin is one of them. And uh, the night the site 57 was actually pretty nice because of the uh, electrical was just pretty close and the washroom itself is pretty close as well too. The, um, the the site itself can actually hold a maximum of seven people. So that's actually pretty, that's pretty standard for provincial, entire provincial parks to have six people. Um, the site can hold a maximum of three tents, uh, a tractor trailer and RV up to 9.7 meters. That's 32 feet. Um, with a maximum three tent, um, maximum count the site itself is actually pretty big you can actually fit three tents plus a um a solarium if or uh, sorry a um, a shelter or uh, like a bug shelter you'll be fine with that because it's such a big site you're not going to be crowded go, uh, using it um, the electrical service that we have is actually a 1530 amp circuit located approximately 17 meters from the site um, the electrical pedestal where you plug in, it's actually located in the street itself. So when you do run a, an extension cord, make sure whatever you're, plug, whatever you're plugging into is pretty close to that pedestal, or else you'll be running multiple extension. If it rains, it can, get very, uh, it can be a health hazard, safety hazard, so just be aware of that. You are sharing the plug with another site. Uh, the, um, how they actually put the the power pedestal, the electrical pedestal is kind of weird because it's actually in the main, in like the main thoroughway or the main street itself. So you do have to go through the bushes to plug in your uh, your electrical. So you you might have an um, extension cord lying all over the place. So just be aware of that. So be very strategic where you plug when you where you're gonna be plugging your uh, your appliance or your tent or your RV or whatever you want to do, plug into. The ground cover is actually gravel, so it's very nice. So the so the um, so the water does drain pretty easily, but just be aware that when you're trying to stake your tent or any structure, you will hit random rocks all over the uh, the campground. So you get the layer of gravel. Then after the, below that, uh, you'll, you'll start getting rocks, a rock bed. So if you are planning to stake something, do yourself a favor, get yourself a third-party sta uh, stakes because it will go through or it will go, it will not bend your your pegs or your stake that comes with your tent because those things are very small. Um, I did show the stakes, the, the pegs that I use for my tent, the third party one, they're very thick um, diameter. So it will go through pretty easily and will just, if it do hit a rock, it's not gonna bend. So do yourself a favor. Uh, when you do hit a solid rock, take it out and put it somewhere else because it, it's all over the place. It took us a while to uh, to find a place that we can stake our um, our um, our uh, our tent in. Okay. Uh, next one is uh, parking. You cannot park two cars on the site itself, but there is an there is a uh, an out there is an our parking spot you can go to. You can park there on a total of one car in your own site, so that's good. Comfort station. Comfort station. Comfort station slash so the conversation actually has showers and bathrooms. Just put that, put that, uh, put that there. It is approximately 100 meters away from your site itself. So when you do walk it from the site from number 57, it's literally leave from your driveway, turn left, and there's a pathway that brings you straight to the washroom. So it's perfect. You don't have to worry about going around, around, trying to find the entrance. There's actually pathways. So, so the site itself is like almost like a spoke. 
So you get the main hub in the middle and all the tent, all these sites actually goes around it. So it's easy to get into the, uh, to the bathroom. So it's pretty well laid out. I did check some of the uh, campsite, uh, different campsite inside McGregor. It's the same setup. So it's a spoke style setup. So you can go anywhere pretty easily for the washroom itself. Tap water or potable water. Potable water is approximately 20 meters away from the site across the power pedestal. The electrical pedestal that you plug into is literally here, go across the street and the water faucet is right there. So it works out pretty well. But here's a pro here's the little caveat in that one. If you're planning to go winter camping, that faucet is closed so you can't use it. You do have to go to the bathroom to get, uh, to get water. But here's the thing, if you're planning to go that route, be aware that um, some of the faucets are very shallow, so you can't put a proper, like, if you have a water bucket, it will not fit. So just be aware of that. So, but yeah, you, you can get water if you need to, but during the winter, you don't have water, you do need to bring your own. Uh, so, and the faucet is pretty close. And the faucet locations throughout the, uh, where I was staying at, it's actually pretty close to each other. So it's not a, uh, it's not a stretch that you have to walk far to get it. Okay. Side shade. Side shade, according to the park, is good. And I agree with them, is good. Um, be aware though, because the trees during the winter or during the cold, the cold camping that I went to, the the leaves are actually gone already, so we do get a pretty good amount of sun. But during the summer, it's so I get this feeling it's going to be very very thick, so it's going to be hard for you to get a proper sun going into your campsite. So just be aware of that the shade is good, but the trees does canopy into the middle of the site, so it will it will block out a lot of shade. So if you want sun on your site, you're not going to get it in this site. Okay. Um, the trees does surround the site itself very well. So the word, the quote unquote, the driveway um, going into your site is perfect. So during the summer, you'll have that sort of like a tunnel feel to it. So you'll you'll get your privacy from there. But just be aware that uh, behind the site, the site 57, you will get um, you will not get as much privacy because you will see the, the cottage at the back and the yurt behind it as well too. So you're very limited. Uh, you will not gonna have as much privacy that you wanted if you are inside the camp, but coming from the outside in the driveway or in the uh, or the thoroughway or the, the street, you will not see anything going in. So you got that privacy itself. Uh, the privacy, talking about privacy here, uh, according to the park, Ontario Park, privacy is ranked as average. It's average from the outside, not from the inside. Inside, you can see your neighbor. So just be aware of that from the, from the street, you get your privacy, but for your surrounding campsite, you will not get your privacy. You can actually see it. You can actually hear them pretty easily. Okay. So now let's talk about pros and cons here. Let's talk about pros first. Pros, it's a great campsite, great facility, amazing hiking trails. Um, you can walk from your campsite to the beach pretty easily. You don't have to drive there. The walk is about 10, 15 minutes, depending how uh, your speed walking in and if you want to see the uh, if you want to start walking around and looking stopping all that stuff It'll take you 15 minutes. You can drive to the um, to the beach, but uh, if you are planning to do that uh, Get there early because uh, there are it's gonna get busy pretty fast Okay, uh, conversation is very clean. It is the older ones. I think it's one of the oldest uh, oldest. It hasn't been really updated upgraded 
but it is very clean, very comfortable. It's very roomy. If you're planning to be there during the winter or during cold, uh, cold spells, especially during winter, it is heated. It's one of the best thing ever because one point it was so cold, I stayed in the bathroom for a while to warm up. So it's, you can actually, it, it is warm. It is pretty, pretty heated. So pretty nice. Okay, now the cons. Give yourself extra time when you're traveling up there. Like I mentioned before, it is pretty, um, there is a lot of things, to, uh, it will slow you down to get up there. So just be aware of that. So give yourself extra time. If the travel time says two hours, two, two hours, give yourself an extra half an hour to 45 minutes. Okay. Uh, yes. And the other one as well too is the, the water, like I mentioned, it is turned off during the winter. So bring your, bring yourself, uh, bring your, bring your own potable water if you want to do wash up. Your, your kitchen stuff or your whatever you need to wash. Uh, there is no, yes, sorry, I'm <laughs> just reading my notes here. Yeah, the portable water is the, the biggest con thing. Um, during the winter, uh, it is, it is they do shovel the driveway during the winter. So if you're planning to be there during winter, just be aware of that. I know some sites that gives you toboggan, so be aware, be ready. You do have to call in advance to see if they, the driveway is, or the street itself going to your spot um, uh, shoveled if you plan to go winter camping. So in conclusion, it is a great park. It is far, it's not, it's typical. It's a good distance and not too far. It's not too close, it's a good distance. Uh, I did check around uh, McGregor Point Park Provincial Park does get booked up faster than anything else out there. So do, uh, so if you're planning to, to go up there for a camping trip, book in advance. Uh, don't do last minute. If you do last minute, you will not going to get a site. If you're planning to go there during winter, if you do it during the week, you will get a site. During weekends, uh, that's going to get a little trickier. I went, uh, I went during um, Halloween weekend. And there was a lot of uh, families bringing up their kids there doing a Halloween uh, camping trip, last uh, camping trip for the season. So, uh, yeah, it's it's a great park. I definitely want to go back there again. I did scope out new uh, new locations for camping. I definitely want to go there closer to the beach because the beach itself is beautiful. The beach is incredibly beautiful. Um, I definitely want to go back there during the summer and actually spend time at uh, closer to the water itself. Um, yeah. So in conclusion. Two thumbs up, and I uh, can't wait to go back there again. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. If you like what you're hearing, consider supporting this podcast by buying me a cup of coffee. Link in the description. You can also visit campingwithlenny.com. There you can find other episodes and links that can help you on your next camping adventures. Thanks again.